Hi. No. Hi. No, I don't know how to do it. Did I say hi? <laughs> <laughs> Overwhelming. We can start again if you'd like. Hi, and welcome to Was Glee Good? Episode 3. Episode 3. Episode 3 about the episode Acafellas. So, welcome to Was Acafellas Good? I guess. That's the title of the episode. Yes. Acafellas Good? Acafellas <laughs> Good. Um, I'm Liz. I'm Robbie. I'm Lily. And we all watched Acafellas this week, unfortunately. For us. I watched it this morning. Okay. Me too. <laughs> It's good that you guys are so committed to your tops. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, I got up at 6 a.m. to watch it before my regular job. Very so. committed. All right. So I'm going to open with the Wikipedia recap. So this episode sees Glee Club director Will Schuster form an all-male acapella group, the Acapellas, neglecting the club in favor of the club being Glee Club in favor of dedicating his time to the new endeavor. New directions struggle with choreography and resist attempts at sabotage by members of the cheer squad. Mercedes harbors romantic feelings for Kurt, who comes out as homosexual. Um, I would just like to start by reading, so in the like more detailed plot summary, it goes, When Rachel Berry questions director Will Schuster's choreography skills during a Glee Club rehearsal, he forms an all-male acapella group, the Acapellas, to build his confidence. This is true! Well, so I just want to know that this is an episode of television about a teen girl telling a grown man that he was bad at dancing Which and him is. processing that for like three weeks or however long this Which is. A, a crux of the A plot in this episode is one that he like starts this horrible all male acapella group. Um, but that the idea, the reason we're supposed to be like, that's fine, is because it's to get his, like, confidence back. Oh, yeah, right. It loosely tries to tie together all the threads with, like, confidence. confidence. And by loosely, the characters just say they it. Just Yeah, they just say, say the word confidence. Over and over again. Well, so we start with Will Schuster's parents are in town. Right. Played by the dad from Alias. Victor Gerber. Yeah. Noted, um, very smart man, Victor Gerber, who also, I think, is a pretty good performer himself. I believe so. I think that's true. Does not it perform right. on this musical comedy <laughs> television show. Bad. Why would we do that? Wears a bow tie and talks to Will Schuster about how he was never confident enough to give law school a try, <laughs> so instead he did insurance. The thing about this episode is it fits a number of plots that could be several episodes of television independently and just like jams them into an hour. Like people have like full emotional circles. But somehow it was weirdly boring. Just oh, very having, boring. Like, multiple yes. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to describe this episode and I realized that like it does exactly that and it also crams like a, a giant spectrum into one episode where one end of it is Will Schuster wearing a fedora yes. and wrapping um, poison with three other grown men and then the other end you have um, Kurt Hummel like tearing up a little while coming out for the first time ever. Right. right, just one perfect tear. One per- his eyes face. are just gently red in a fully right. believable way. He's like, he didn't expect to do this right now. He tells her really nervously, I've never said this to anyone before. It's it's wrenching. We'll get into this more next week, yeah. what I think is when they do like the big Kurt coming out to his dad plot. Yeah, I think you're right. But like, the fact that that moment of television is in this episode, as well as Acafellas. As well as even just the beginning of the Kurt plot. <laughs> right! It's very jarring. Which I is like, Kurt Hummel, like, 
wearing a full what does he call it? A knee length, like a, a, a form fitting sweater For, that ends at the knee. There we go. That's a good. And yelling about how his dad like gave him a car, which is doesn't line up wholly with antithetical to Kurt Hummel down the line. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We hadn't Kurt and Bert it out yet. And also, it's just like Mercedes instantly falls in love with him because Quinn. Because she gets mad because everyone else is kissing. Like, fair. Fair. We've fair. already been there. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, Quinn comes up and gives a brief suggestion that Kurt might not be gay, and she, like, falls instantly in love with him. So that's what I had forgotten about this plot, and that was weird to me. Like, I could see being a teen girl who just, like, in Ohio didn't realize that, like, homosexuality right. exists. But she thinks that he's gay yeah, in the and beginning. Yeah, talked out of it. Yes! Which, like... Which- Form-fitting full-length sweater. <laughs> like men should be allowed to wear a corset to second period <laughs> and still be that's straight, and certainly that's fair. But it's a gay man. Mercedes. <laughs> God bless him. Like she did know. Like that's the part. Yeah, she got yeah. talked out of it, and I'm like, okay, but it's you bananas. Knew, yeah. I just like again, we does a very good job of reminding you of how hard it is to be 16 and, like, you just don't know how the world works and, like, you're not dating mm-hmm. anyone and other people are dating and you don't know how dating works. So you right. assume that, like, maybe it really does okay, work. I you still just, don't like, know how pick works. a person and then, like, then you're dating and it just magically happens. That seems right. Is that how it works? I mean, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, usually in that case, like, your sexualities correspond to each other in some kind of that positive helps. manner. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, that was really, like, lovely, and then she sings Busted Windows at Your Car. Yeah. We are so it's... far ahead. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about the A-plot, because it's so boring. Fine, it's we'll so start bad. at the beginning. Will Schuster's dad is there talking to him about confidence and how he never tried to be a lawyer. Sorry. He's and I blacked out. And being a good man is about one thing, guts. Any sentence that starts with being a man is about makes my brain make a fart sound. Like, I could not pay attention to so much of this episode, because characters kept saying things like... Well, he's a man, and so he has to... You know how men feelings work. I'm like, no, and I don't care. (laughs) It was so boring. I agree. It was so boring. And then also, it introduces a new character who never shows up again, who is Henri. Oh my god. The woodshop teacher, who's... That that actor's very attractive. Yeah, very attractive. He's the woodshop teacher. Sandy Ryerson inexplicably makes a hot wood joke. Oh my god, also Sandy Ryerson utters the line, which my brain had remembered for like seven <laughs> yes. years, because I'm not doing anything else with it, I guess, which was, um, and now I've forgotten it, uh, who is Josh Groban, kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, his, his line reading really does, it lives in you, and it will always <laughs> live in you. So he is, again, a teacher who was fired for sexual assault of a student, and is in school? Oh yeah, they, they handled that away by, well, she sure walks in and is like, I thought you couldn't be... On school grounds. Like, I can't be within 50 feet of <laughs> Which, like, I feel like a teacher lounge, A, is. It's definitely, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely within 50 feet of a student. Right. And B, later on, Corey Monteith and Puck join the cl- club. The okay. show has never decided if, like, the accusations were fake and he was just a little creepy but not fully sexual assaulty. Like, the show just doesn't know how it feels about this and wants it to be a joke but also not a joke. Yeah. In a way that is fully unsuccessful at all times. Both ways, yeah. yeah. It's bad at both. Honestly, I blacked out this whole episode. <laughs> I do remember at one point, three men sit around a table in the teacher's lounge where, again, Sandy Ryerson is, despite having maybe sexually assaulted a student, and watch a fourth man who does not have any thumbs <laughs> eat a burrito. And, like, I think it's supposed to be darkly comic, but it was so boring. It was so and boring. And then Will looks directly at the camera and starts singing. Oh, yeah, that's upsetting. He's singing, this is how we do it. You can't break the fourth wall that early. 
not to do that horrible thing to me. This episode, more so than even the second episode, goes further, though, into... Like, it's a musical where the musical numbers aren't happening in reality. Not at all. Because it does that, and then and Buster Buster Windows, Windows is totally not it's clearly, a fantasy, which is weird. It's like, doesn't, doesn't track. It's very jarring. It's not good. There's um, also, Will and Terry have a bunch of sex, oh, which yeah. he believes is because of his acapella group. He believes he's so hot. He also she's says the words, like she was trying to make a twin, <laughs> which like, incisive commentary on sexual education in Ohio. Oh. Like, Will, that's not how babies work. <laughs> on the same note, he also says that um, we started doing it once a week, <laughs> which implies to me that Terry also does not know how <laughs> babies are made. True. And, um... Th- and she's like, we'll just do it four times, and any one of them could be the one. <laughs> <laughs> like, buddy. And then th- th- we also see a montage of them having sex multiple times. So that, ah, that-, that was horrible. Please, I tried to knock <laughs> it out. Why was he shirtless? S- so the timeline of this episode is, like, month. A month. Yeah. Yeah, that's also why it feels insane that, like, so much happens. They also say that Will's wis- missed six rehearsals. Like, he's neglecting Glee Club. He's the worst. He's the teacher! Five minutes ago, this was his favorite thing in the entire world. He told all these misfit kids that this is going to save them from whatever. And I'm sure we're going to go right back to that. Yes. We already have it by the end of it. It's so weird. Like it makes sense. And there's a whole thing with like the, the new choreographer that they try to get. Oh yeah, my God. so well Will that Schuster was is a on... bring it on plot. You were correct. Yes, it was. It was. They did bring it on in Glee. Um so well Will Schuster is off living his horrible acapella's dreams, which includes performing at Benchwarmer's sports bar. Okay, I... we'll get back to that. Um, I don't understand why anyone would book the acapella. <laughs> <laughs> um well he's off living his like horrible, horrible dream. Um, which maybe, again, Ryan Murphy's just like, this is what straight people are like, but okay. Um, Quinn and Santana convince Rachel they need to hire a choreographer. Um, which is fair. Their choreography's bad. Yeah. But they're doing it because he'll be mean, and they think it'll make people quit. Yes, his name is Dakota Stanley. Side note, in this episode, I did see the appeal of Diana. Is it Diana or Diana? Diana. I always thought it was Deanna, because, like, why have the extra letter then? If you're not going to pronounce it She's incredibly beautiful and fancy. Anyways, I saw the appeal of her face. She's very beautiful. She's very beautiful. Surprise. Diagram. That's what happened. Really um, But then, yeah, this is also, the, like... It's also a boring plot. Yeah, it's, it's about just... them realizing that they, like, have value within themselves, and they don't have to go outside mm-hmm. of the club to get it, is the point. And all the jokes in it are super mean-spirited. Yes! In a way that, like... I guess Glee not always is, way, but though, it's yeah. not fun. It's not as funny as it could be. Yeah. No. I, I think that's what it is, is you can be as mean-spirited as you want to, but they're not good jokes. Yeah. Like, he's insulting their appearance, but in a way that's like, it's... He calls Mercedes Effie, like, that's the whole joke. I don't get it. Isn't it the Dreamgirls character? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it's the one That's the whole joke. It's I'm that's it. Right. Going. The bad joke. Which she later does, which is wonderful. Yeah, of course. On the same note, in this episode, Emma Pillsbury mentions John Stamos... Who later in the series, she um, will watch the Glee Club perform uh, Afternoon Delight about the possibility of her losing her virginity to John Stamos. Time is not a they don't. She's clearly not yet in the show because Ken Tanaka multiple times is like, my love life is hanging by a thread, and that thread is the Acafella is the worst line I've ever heard. Um, The implication being that like he's hoping this will like get her so going to like continue having sex or whatever. Later, it is a major plotline that they are not having sex. Okay. She is a virgin. Okay. That's so upsetting. She's in her third. You know what? I'm not going to say anything. Everyone develops sexually at their own pace. Yeah, teens should all be celibate anyway. So, like, teens, good for her. She's is, actually that correctly is, assessed that she should not have a happy podcast. Is yeah. All teens should uh, be celibate. Yeah, but just, like, 
like, God, that time is not a flat store going. It's like a Mobius strip. Like, God. <laughs> just keeps. It just, they just keep adding things without yeah. record or whatever. It's bad. It's you a bad show. Care. Oh. oh, boy. Okay. Um... Uh, so, wait. I missed something. I, like, zoned out in the episode. Where is the second venue where the acapellas perform? Is it the school auditorium? Yes. Oh, he performs at the um, PTA meeting. The PTA meeting, which does not require booking entertainment. No, it's a meeting sense. of parents and is... teachers <laughs> by definition, like right. in association. That in association, and like the sports bar where no one would ever book a like four adult men doing acapella songs. Like it's not a thing that exists. This, you don't get booked, nor do you get covered by local press. No, that was in depth, in depth, in detail. <laughs> in detail, Where he breaks you? it down by performer. Right. Yeah. He's also mean to the one guy whose name I don't remember. And also doesn't work at the school. Howard. Why is he... Howard. He works at Chiefs Howard is there because Terry was supposed to bring a cake for oh, Henri okay. and sent oh. instead set Howard, who oh. actually brought a very funny visual gag of a cake that just said two thumbs up with two thumbs on it. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Fine. Terry's funny. I assume that was Terry. Terry's funny. Um, yes. I think Terry is my favorite character. <laughs> so um, far. Although yes. the Terry that I've written in my head, not like, the Terry that exists on my television. Oh yeah, not Terry who's a true psychopath. Right. Um, That's where the like weird like stretching to fit performances into the world in a realistic way is where I wish Glee took a note from like every CW drama or just like every week they had a new event in the town. They had like, to perform. Harvest Day. <laughs> I think every CW show has like a Harvest oh, yeah, Festival. The oh my god, the town Founders has a Founders Day. Day. Founders <laughs> Day. Now, why does the Archie Town have a Founders Day? <laughs> Side note, which is not about Glee, it's about Riverdale, but did you know that the rich people in that town are supposed to have made their fortune in maple syrup? I did because I've seen every episode it's of Riverdale. Bananas made a fortune. Yeah. That feels honestly like a very Glee detail. The maple. It, it, it seems like a Pushing Daisies detail. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, another Jamie Mays classic. Yes. Another show that's not the one that we <laughs> don't want to talk about this episode because it was so boring. It's boring it and was. bad, and there's like. Okay, so the A plot being that acapella is, is they're bad, they're bad. It's a it's an all male yeah. acapella group. At I, one point, um, two of them drop out for reasons that I've already lost from my brain no and forever, and they have to recruit um, Finn and Puck to perform. Right, which is where we get the like Puck fucks moms. Right, <laughs> which again, statutory rape. Right, like okay, so he's forty five years old. I get it. So it's like less upsetting when you see it on the screen. He is supposed to be uh, a sophomore boy. in high school. Yeah, yeah. theoretically, yeah. right? They're young. They stay on the show for a while. The yeah. idea being that like he's spending his summers more than one having sex with a series of moms. That is that sexual assault. Yeah, that's not great. It's Teams bad. Should be celibate, but specifically, they should not have sex with adults. He should not be having sex with adult women. Yes. Um. So that felt gross. Yes. Yeah, anyway, the idea being that he joins the acapellas to appeal to more moms. Yes. Um, Which appears to have worked. It, he, it, there's also a weird moment with him and Sue. Like, it's just a throwaway little joke, but it's gross, and it's I hate it. super weird. Yeah. Um, speaking of throwaway cuts during a performance, there is a moment during, um, I think their performance at the PTA meeting, which Terry is at for some reason, despite not neither being a P nor a T. Um... <laughs> Where she just looks, like, so happy to be seeing Will perform, and you forget, or you remember for a moment that, like, the reason she's faking a pregnancy, a crazy she thing. She loves him. She loves him! Well, like, in theory, she didn't want it, Okay. Like, in her version of love, right. or Glee's idea of love, it was actually really lovely. <laughs> I found myself touched. I have a question. Please. Um, so, 
as I've said before, watching this show is making me feel like I'm losing my short-term memory. Like, I literally Googled symptoms of early onset Alzheimer's <laughs> because I can't remember what happens in a goddamn episode of this show. But there's one song that it listed that I didn't remember, like, appearing on the show. Like, it was a it was a Spanish song. What was it called? What did the Wikipedia page say? What? I'm pulling it up. I know. Okay, oh, okay. here's the songs I remember. Buster Windows. Perfect. This is how we do it. La Camisa Negra by Juanes. Who sang a Juanes song ever? Um, excellent question. Okay, I guess that happened this episode. That's how boring this episode is because it's just an episode of television about men's feelings. It's incredibly dull. What's the other? Oh, Sex Mercy. You Up. Ugh. Also horrible. That should have been illegal. So really, I mean, so Goldigger kind of broke the seal on <laughs> Will Schuster rapping at you yeah. sensually. Ew. <laughs> It's really so they to also be sexy. go in. It's supposed to be sexy. Jima Mays like is doing her like sexy bopping. Terry Schuster's super into it. Yes, everyone, all the women are very into it. What we're supposed to to get from this? Oh, okay. So, um, first of all, side note: we do again get a cripple in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that down. Thirty three oh seven. Dakota Stanley says cripple. This show cannot go one episode without someone saying cripple. Yeah, zero for three so far. Um, but also, so after they, like, do the whole performance and they disband the acapellas, I'm skipping to the part where the acapellas no longer exist because I hate them. I hate it. But Will says, um, I'm a teacher and a really good one. Yes! Oh, William. He has not been at Glee Club for, apparently, six rehearsals, which I assume is, what, three weeks? Yeah, a long time. But it's high school. They can't be performing every day. Yeah. Um. We haven't seen him teach a single Spanish class. I have down... Did Will Schuster teach any Spanish this week? No. Which I think I'm going to do as a running bit. Did he teach any Spanish this week? No. Three episodes in, no Spanish. None. No. One in the first episode. None glee, none Spanish. <laughs> in episode three. La Camisa Negra is an instrumental piece that Mark Stelling performs on guitar. Oh god, okay, I haven't lost my mind. How did that guitar. count? If I think you they released run, it on iTunes. If you run the glee Wikipedia pages, please contact me. And tell me <laughs> what you were thinking. I mean, it's a community space. We could go in and edit it. I will never do that. And I think it's important <laughs> to know yourself. Um, I mean, so the, the 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 two most boring pods in this episode, that being that they, uh, Will Schuster starts this acapella group, incredibly boring, whatever. And uh, Rachel Berry is tricked into hiring this choreographer, who's then at the last minute when he starts being actively cruel to her teammates, decides like, so she's not like, for us. we don't need this. Our differences are what make us special. Yeah. In the meantime, Finn has quit because he thinks they're being mean to Mr. Schuster, who has feelings, which is such a note. Although I also did feel like my, like, Finn crush coming back. As no. I watched this, I, no, I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> Again, he's playing a teen boy. Rest and in he's peace. dead. Um, but I, like, remembered why I, like, thought he was cute in the first place. Like... He just, there's, like, a moment where, like, Rachel is, like, what makes us different makes us special or whatever. And then they, like, have a little eye contact they and they smile at each other. And he can't dance, which is, like, bumbling and charming. This, so the other the other students in this episode actually do have interesting things going on. The first being what we kind of talked about already and that um, Mercedes decides she is in love with Kurt. Yes. Sweet, sweet Mercedes and sweet, sweet Kurt Hummel, who, by the way, is growing into his character. He looks so handsome. His outfits are getting better. He did look handsome. He, yeah. He's starting to perfect the little, like, hair flick across his forehead that will become characteristic soon. Yes. Uh, While you were feeling your crush on Finn Hudson returning, I was feeling my um, teenage affiliation for Kurt Hummel rising like a small beast in my chest. So we're all becoming teens Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
every moment I'm watching this. <laughs> Who is Josh Groban? Kill yourself. <laughs> okay, Josh Groban shows up. We Josh Groban's in this episode. Oh, that is part of the Acapella's plot, is he shows up yeah. to just del- deliver a series of lines about the insane things that Sandy Ryerson has been doing to stalk him. Yeah, and he said he showed up because he was in to do something at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is a three-hour drive from Lima. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Cleveland and Lima also to catch an other. amateur acapella performance at a PTA meeting. He's an artist. As pop stars do. As pop stars do. And also to hit on Will Schuster's mom, because he likes a, uh... That part was gross and I hated it. Lousy alcoholic. Lousy alcoholic. Yeah, that was, that was harsh. This is a harsh episode. <laughs> yeah. Except for Mercedes plot, which was super fun. The show should have been about Mercedes. Yes, I also... Okay, so here's the thing, is we're three episodes into this show about a glee club that we're trying to learn to care about. And they're like, let's just screech the brakes and make an episode of television about an adult man and several other adult men that you didn't care about before and will never care about again. Yeah, it's not a good choice. Like, it's weird and bad anytime, but, like, when you're trying to get people into your show about glee club, you should make this episode more about, you know, glee club. I don't think glee club... Glee Club. TV show Glee Club. I don't think we <laughs> knew what it was about here. I mean, it's in the name, though. Okay, fair. <laughs> Again, they had Matthew Morrison. They were probably paying him a boatload. He's also wearing a great deal of makeup in this episode. He's wearing I a did lot just of makeup in this episode. It's not important. Which is fair. Gender is a performance. You do what you gotta do, but it um, was just... I feel like you're practicing in your living room with a guy named Ken and a guy named Howard, so, like, you don't have to... Probably don't have nose. to, like, contour fully. Right, you're fine. Uh, what else happens this episode? Quinn and Tantana speak more. I like that. Yeah. Um, Heather Morris performs in the background of um, Bust the Windows at Your Car. I did notice it. She just has a very compelling presence. She well has the most important presence. Yeah. Uh, vote Heather Morris on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> if you watch Dancing with the Stars, which we all do now, I guess. We do get another good number from um, their competition. What's the oh, movie? yeah. Vocal Adrenaline I doing forgot Mercy. They, I forgot they did that. Which is fine. Like, it didn't change my life, but it was... It was good. It, it was, was enjoyable. Yeah, extremely It was definitely competent. more enjoyable than I Want to Sex You Up Ugh, by Will Schuster. Yeah, I think these early episodes with the vocal adrenaline things is where they realize that, like, they have to pretend Glee Club is better than it is and get them to doing actual numbers, right? Because, yes. like, once they start doing actual... Yeah, when do we get to that part? I think we, next episode, actually, if... if Next episode I know for sure is good because it has single ladies oh, it's and Prager, the football plot. Prager. It's Pruggers. Yes. I remember the name of yeah. that. It is deeply unfortunate that this episode comes before Pruggers and Pruggers is so good and this episode sucks. So I read a review of this episode from the time it came out and what the deal was is that um, this is the episode they didn't send out to critics in like the preview batch oh, of like four, not. right? So, they, they skipped to this credit, one. They knew yeah, yeah. So it's usually the review is like this is usually a bad sign, and it was. <laughs> okay, so they knew it was a dud. Yes, they knew that this was a weird odd one out in the in the few, first few. Are we missing any plot points that had literally any interest? At the very end, um, his dad goes to night law school. Which is dad goes to night uh, law yes. school. Victor Garber lives his is dream. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I can only imagine, in a continuity, goes on to become the lawyer that um, sexually harasses Elle Woods. Yes. Yes. I believe this is all taking place. I don't think, like, universe. chronologically that works out. Yeah. But... <laughs> sure, this was about uh, 15 years later. Well. But um, I'm happy for you yeah. that you finally figured that out. But then also at the end, we get another meeting with Sue and Quinn and Naya Rivera. And they get in trouble right. for not, like, successfully disbanding the Glee Club. And then Quinn gets, like, a little moment where you can tell that she's, like, her character's turning around. 
Right, because she, she like, watched Rachel realize that, like, they don't need a fancy choreographer, they have each other. Mm-hmm. And she and was then, like, wait. That I have as value well? as a person <laughs> and not just as a performer for my heinous coach. So that's a nice moment. That's, she also I, makes yeah. them smell their armpits as a punishment. It's which... not a good episode, guys. That's like, but that's, I was confused by that too because it took too long to get to the punchline. It was yeah. a little joke. I know, right? she was like, smell your armpits. I was like, oh, that's the punishment. That's... And then she's like, that's the smell of failure. But it was, was like, oh, way it's too joke. long. Yes. <laughs> a um, rare comedic timing failure by... Jane Lynch. The thing I keep hearing from people who have listened to the first two episodes of this podcast, which are now out, this is the first episode we're recording after having released other episodes, Yes, um, yeah, is like, oh, you're making me want to rewatch Glee, and I keep being like, oh, yeah, you should do oh, it. Like, the first episodes are good. Like, totally. And then this is the one where I was like, I have to stop saying that. Yeah, except I'm our gonna, recap. We're, we're, right, we're going to do this yeah. for you, yeah. but you don't ever have to watch Acafellas again. There have go, also been... Sorry, go ahead. Just go YouTube. A Buster Windows, and you're good. Yeah, you that's, it's it. genuinely enjoyable. Or so good, or like Kurt coming out scene. I sure, it's worth seeing. Sure, but like watch Preggers. Like, just we'll, just, we'll get to good Kurt stuff. Like the next episode. The next yes. episode is the single lady stuff. Yes, yes. you'll get Kurt and his dad stuff. Yes, which is like always. A show which I'm actually really cry. looking forward to watching. Yeah, yes. again, I got emotional during this because I'm I'm still me, but I was right. he was deadened by how much of Matthew Morrison's chest I'd been forced to focus on, <laughs> which was a lot. Like, minutes at a time. And it was a lot of tight close-ups on his face. A lot of hats. They performed the final episode in, like, full tuxedos at this And everyone's meeting. wearing a bow tie, and his is untied for a reason I don't understand. Sex. He's very he, like, sexy. just did sex. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. I don't like that. It's, like the, it's Ew. like the neckwear equivalent of sex hair. Sex hair. Ew. 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 <laughs> we can't have actual sex hair because he's got too much hair gel in his hair, which is Yeah, sad. when it doesn't move. Right, so he has to untie his bow tie. <laughs> I mean, there's also been people saying that they should start watching Glee, which I'm sorry if we've caused that to happen. No, to no fun. new person okay. needs Good. needs to. Oh, okay. And they might be. I hope they're not. I mean, we're also going to spoil a lot of plot points. So you can't spoil Glee. <laughs> you can't spoil you Glee. You literally can't. Yeah, you can't give away anything about Glee because there are no plot points carried from one episode to another. I literally don't remember what happens in the last episode of the series. I could not tell I you could not tell about you. it. Not it was like a year ago. Time. Was it? No. I think a year and a half. Surely it was longer. No, it ended later than you think it ended. How old am I? Yeah. 200 years old. <laughs> hey, which of these uh, songs from this episode did you ever listen to on purpose? If any of them. Uh-huh. I will list them now. Ready? Yes. Uh, for some reason, we are classifying uh, at the very beginning when the four men sing for He's a Jolly Good Fellow together. I saw that. That's weird. And uh, their voices blend beautifully, I guess, as a song mm-hmm. that is performed on this episode of Glee. No one's ever listened to that again. Not even in the episode did I listen to it. <laughs> uh, this is how we do it? No. Poison? Oh, I forgot they had poison. So, Acapella's got three numbers. It happened for so One of them? Full length. Yeah. No, I don't want to listen to any of them ever again no. in my life. Mercy? What's that? I wouldn't, I wouldn't the, run screaming um, and turn it off, but sure. I, I would pick the, the Duffy version. Um, meanwhile... I have listened to the Glee Buster Windows. I've probably listened to that. At least twice on purpose. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without the visuals. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want to sex you up. No. <laughs> no. So this was a dud. I think we can all agree. It was a dud. It had more songs than any of the other the other two episodes so far. Right? It was a waste. But it was a waste of my time. Three of them were active nightmares. Here's the only saving grace of this episode. Is that um, the number of gay people on this show goes up by 100% once Kurt Hummel says out loud that he's gay. So finally we're getting somewhere interesting, frankly. Right. Finally, also like... This is what I'm here for. He and Mercedes get 
emotional texture in any way, which yeah. they have not had previously. Yeah, sure. That moment of, like, I'm 16 and I'm going to project a future onto anyone who seems to maybe project a future onto mm-hmm. me. 16? How old are they supposed to be? No, I'm Sophomores. saying, saying everyone's sure. I'm oh. 24, <laughs> and I do that now. Uh, you also get, in this episode, the beginnings of the Kurt is in love with... With Finn. Finn. Finn I was surprised at how soon that came, too. Yeah. It that feels clearly, like. like, sort of generic. I don't know if they... I don't know. I, don't I think know. it later becomes... But it becomes real. It becomes important. Thing. Yeah. Also, the, the parents get married later, so, like... So thank God that didn't work out. Yeah, they have to live in the same house and then uh, Finn. What a horrible show. Finn calls him a faggot. Finn calls him a faggot and then we yell at Finn. It's actually pretty good. It's, a good, that's a it's good actually episode. a really lovely yeah. episode. <laughs> the gay stuff is way better than the other stuff. And maybe one day someone will stop saying cripple on this goddamn show. <laughs> uh, come on, guys. And it's a different character every time. Yeah, so it's, it's not like not, a it is. It's, it's not a terrible yeah. character. It's not like it's just Sue or something. Right. Somewhere out there is a writer who kept putting the word cripple into the script and everyone else was like, that's fine with us. So if you are that writer, you're the only one not invited to be on the show. <laughs> come on. Um, yeah, what else happens? That's, that's it. it. I think that's the yeah. whole episode. It that's, was horrible. I'm yeah, we don't, I don't have a lot to say about like the individual. Episodes. How would you describe this episode in three words or less? It was <laughs> this episode good. Don't watch it. <laughs> that's it. Don't watch, <laughs> don't watch it. Three, three words right, or less. did it. Yeah. Nailed it. So I have a little Instagram quiz again. Okay. I would like for you, first guest blind, and then second guest, I'll give you a hint. What is the most recent post on Chris Colfer's Instagram? Is it the cover of his new book about fan fiction? No. Is it a fan at a book event? No. We both assume that Chris Colfer is exclusively promoting his horrible new book. Which I support. I'm exclusively promoting promoting our horrible new podcast. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, it is a picture of him with someone from Glee. He hangs out with a member of the Glee cast? Yeah, not Lee Michelle. It might be an old photo. Darren Chris. No. Absolutely not. You know, it was definitely an old photo because the caption implies that. Jenna Oshkowitz. No. Amber Riley. Yes. Why? Throwback Thursday. Because she won the award. There we go. (laughs) Who won in a... A British And he took that opportunity to post a picture of himself. Yeah, so I don't think this picture was taken recently, and the caption's like, the amount of emojis I've sent this girl is just obscene. Congrats at Miss Amber Riley on your hashtag Olivier Award. Um, I'm glad that post-Glee Amber Riley is getting the recognition she never got on approximately 25 years of this show. Which I had to say earlier is that everyone should go watch the clip of her at the ceremony singing, and I'm telling you I'm not going. She won playing in Dreamgirls. Yeah, she's an incredible performer. Yeah, and it's great. What could this show have been had it been about Amber Riley? Um, I'm going to read for you a thing that Ryan Murphy has said, and you tell me about whom he said this. Ooh. A beauty queen who left it all to stay at home and take care of her two sons. Who is Ryan Murphy talking about? Wait, is it a real-life person, or... A character. I'm not going to give you a hint. I want you to just... Okay, a beauty queen who left... Wait, what? Read a again? beauty queen who left it all to stay at home and take care of her two sons. Mm. This is hard. It's very hard. With no context. Two sons. Beauty queen. Give me one clue. I need a clue. It's a real person. Okay. That's not helpful. <laughs> who has two sons? 
<laughs> Lots of people. That's how you're hurting in his own sound. mother. His own mother. Yes. Which he will write. Yeah. Or his rejected pilot, Why Can't I Be Audrey Pondy? What? What is that? I have no idea. I'm reading his Wikipedia page right now. Wait, I want to guess what the plot of that was. Audrey Pondy? Is that a real person? No. Right? No. No. No? No. I think you wait till next week and I will tell you more. (laughs) Okay. This is a little preview, a little cliffhanger (laughs) into the life of Ryan Murphy. A man who made the most boring episode of television I've maybe ever he watched. He actually wrote this one. Yes. Which, of course he did. I think it was a very big deal in the early going of the show, like, who wrote what episode and, like, how the tone differed between the different writers. Because sure. they did not do a good job of Mo- like, uniform, yeah. yeah. I think the Ryan Murphy ones are the bad ones. Wait, I remember that the Brad Feltrick ones were usually the craziest, right? Yeah. Those are the gayest. <laughs> Me and Brendan ones had good musical performances. And then, like, if a Ryan Murphy one came up, you just, like, frowned. <laughs> like, you would look at the listing when they uh, released a new seasons, whatever. Yeah. And you'd be like, I can't believe I have to watch three episodes of television that Ryan Murphy wrote. <laughs> I didn't pay that much attention, but I can't re- believe... I remember watching these, like, in my, like, dorm, like, suite living room. I can't believe I watched the show, like, with commercials. Yeah, on like, purpose. You continued watching I sat it. there watching this, and then I was like, oh, I can't wait for these commercials to It's like, watch Will Schuster do Poison, and yeah. Ken, Ken Tanaka will rap at me. Like, my God. Horrible. Um, being 19 was weird. Being 19 was weird. Um, well, my question is more boring, but which two Glee cast members hosted a Glee reunion at some point? I know this only because I was doing a Twitter search for, um... Well, Glee, let's be honest here. Um, and saw a shocking number of people tweeting at these two cast members um, to say how much they missed Glee, earnestly, on Did you purpose. tell them about our podcast? Yeah, I did, because they should know. Darren, Chris, mm-hmm. and... Guy who plays Artie. No. No. It's exactly who you would think it would be. Interesting guess. Although I guess not who you think it would be, because you didn't guess it. No. I don't know who it would be. It was Leah, Michelle, and Darren Chris. Oh, Follow-up sure. question. In what venue did they host it? A Facebook live stream? Yeah. Leah, Michelle's mom. <laughs> That's be my answer. Good for them. Facebook live. It's the future. Oh, um, this article also I'm reading down. It says, not only are Leah and Darren friends, but they're fans of each other's work, too. Parentheses, hashtag friendship goals, TBH, end parentheses. Leah revealed that she listens to Darren's music every day, especially especially when she's hiking, and that Darren has heard a lot of her new material, too. Hey, that's crazy. Hey, 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 that's crazy. Hey. Um, I would like to thank the two people who replied to our question last week about how the uh, lockers in Ohio are organized. I would, too, especially the second person who pointed out that I may be correct. Yeah, so um, one person replied to say that um, they grew up near Lima, an hour south of Lima, and lockers were, in fact, in alphabetical order, um, which I felt very validating. 
Also, sorry for all the things we said about Ohio. Um, it's fine. Only nine people from Ohio listen to this podcast, so I don't feel that bad about this. <laughs> um, and then Carrie wrote back to say that she is from Ohio, and um, they were not alphabetized, so the mystery I'm lives on. As long as it remains ambiguous, I win. I can't believe this episode of television was so boring. I, yeah, yeah I is, wanted uh, more to talk about, but it was... I, I, really I think we should think... just do everyone a favor and like that was it i'm sorry we watched it i'm sorry you had to hear about it next week is good yeah next week is really good in Tune the meantime next week. it's gonna be great right in the meantime tell your friends about next week's episode and not this week's episode yes yeah. or Skip. last week's episode but not much like the episode of television they represent either of the ones before or after um follow was really good on twitter and instagram rate and review rate and review only if it's positive only if it's positive i only want compliments and Five stars only. Five stars if, only. If you have negative things to say, just tweet them at us. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Honestly, like just text that. them to me. <laughs> Send a letter. <laughs> Send, I don't know where. Send a messenger. <laughs> Send a nice fruit basket. Tell us you hate our podcast. <laughs> Fair. We said some delicious fruit. Oh, I didn't prepare any bits. Should we all Google a bit? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to take a minute to Google yeah. a bit. Do not put this in the tag. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs>